Ho, 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 and happy Hanukkah, uh, horror fans. Anchor Pete's here, and I'm with my partner in crime, Mr. Danny, Dr. Zayas, G-O-D. Hello, sir. How are you doing this holiday season? Very good. Uh, I believe It's either the seventh or eighth night of Hanukkah tonight. Um, I'm a confessed bad Jew, and uh, but uh, I got the electric menorah going over there. I got the nice. fake Christmas tree right here to my right. Uh, so I treat both holidays uh, with the same kind of respect. Electric menorah, fake Christmas tree. There you go. <laughs> you got a little elf on the shelf chilling with Michael Myers behind you? Yeah. Well, last year we were trying to pose the elf in like funny ways where Michael would be like killing him. Um, we have an, an electric fireplace. So like one of them was like Michael Myers holding the elf by the electric fireplace, which was funny. Uh, yeah, we also have, uh, oh, I don't know where he went. Uh, we had a, uh, we had a mensch on a bench, but he, he fell. He, he's gone. Oh wait, here he is. There he is. There's the mensch, the mensch on the bench. His bench is gone. So uh, he fell. Wow. I didn't even know those existed. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's funny. The, the movie that we're reviewing today, the movie that we're going to be talking about, um, is called the advent calendar. And you yes. know my wife, Athena. Uh, she's been on our channel many times. She yes. is obsessed with advent calendars. So okay. I just have one here that I just want to show. This, this was a gift for my daughter. It's the Nightmare Before Christmas advent calendar. Mm. Uh, she got my son, Brandon, a... I think it's an MCU uh, advent calendar. Uh, she got me one also that's in our bedroom. Like we just have advent calendar. Like that was like the gift uh, that like we packed up and gave to like all of our relatives, even for Hanukkah. It was like, here's an advent calendar. Um, <laughs> she loves them. She got into them like a couple of years ago and it's been like her gift every year. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny that we're talking about this movie when like every day it's like, what did you get in your advent calendar today for like yes. everyone in my house? Did, um, did she make anyone like be in a car that got eaten by a dog or like, did she fix anyone's spines for like, no, but I have had to kill three people already. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Okay, cool. And they were close loved ones. Uh, a couple and uh, a few uh, enemies from work. Um, oh, yes. yeah. So nice. not, <laughs> uh, mild spoiler for the film we're about to talk about, but yes. And, and so we should just uh, preface this. We are talking about the movie, The Advent Calendar. It just premiered on Shudder this week. And Danny and I watched it. This is part one of our Unholy Holidays month. And so we are doing week by week. We're doing Advent Calendar today. Then we're going to be covering Rosemary's Baby. Then we're covering The Exorcist. And we're capping it all off with the birth of our unholy Lord, The Omen. So, uh, you know, these are horror classics. And Danny, out of those three classics, which ones do you think I've not seen? Knowing you, I'm going to go with, well, I, I think you've seen, I'm going to go with you having seen The Exorcist because if it's just historical value. So I'll say you're, you're batting one out of three. Yes, you are absolutely okay. correct. I, uh, I, I have read the book of Rosemary's Baby, weirdly enough, but then I um, have not seen the movie. And then I have not seen The Omen. And I know that you always talk highly of The Omen, so. The the Omen was the first movie I ever saw that I will admit I was far too young to be watching. 
and it scared me out of a out of the room and aside from like the mini series of it from 1990 the omen was like the scariest thing that I had ever seen. And it holds up to me. Uh, I, I'll i die on the hill that it's a scarier and better movie than The Exorcist, even though I know that's a vastly unpopular opinion. And that's with no disrespect to The Exorcist, which is amazing horror film. Uh, Rosemary's wow. Baby to me is very good. It I haven't seen it in years, so I'm really excited to revisit it. Um, yeah. I do remember it feeling very long, but I was also younger. So maybe now that I'm older and I'm married and I have kids of my own, it'll feel a little bit different. That's what I'm hoping. But yeah, I, I thought it was kind of like fun that we'd be doing the unholy trilogy uh, during holiday season. Uh, you know, yeah. Very good call, man. You know, last year we had our, um, you know, holiday horror theme and we did Krampus and stuff like that. I really like this idea of doing these movies that are about like sort of like you know, demons or like evil children or possessed children. So I think that was a great idea. This movie, the Advent Calendar, you know, obviously just came out here in the States and um, it's not like one of these classics, these horror classics. But with that being said, I think that it's still worth talking about now because I mean, it's all about the, this season, right? And, and this is right at the beginning of the season. And I got to say that I actually really enjoyed this movie. I thought that it was... Um, a real good treat. You know, with, with Shudder, they have a lot of quality on there. Every so often there's a dud that, you know, we might talk about. But I think in this case, I think this was uh, an enjoyable movie. What do you think, man? I really like this movie. Um, I, when it comes to foreign horror films, I'm a huge advocate. Uh, I like to, I, I don't even know if it's tease people or troll people, but I just like to use the expression, if you can read, you can watch foreign horror. Uh, yeah. Or foreign films in general. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people made like a big deal about Parasite winning Best Picture uh, a couple of years ago. It was the best goddamn picture that year. It's one of my favorite um, movies I've ever seen. And yeah. like foreign films, especially with horror, foreign films can get around so many of the ratings issues that we have here in America where you don't want to be too bloody or too offensive or in or too grotesque or because you'll get an r rating and you won't or an or an nc-17 and you won't be able to you know make money in the theaters foreign films care more about making great movies regardless of the amount of sexuality or violence or gore and this movie it just fit in perfectly with what i love about foreign horror films like i don't know how this would really work and yes. if this was an American film, I feel like the advent calendar as an American movie would probably be like a romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up because besides them kind of not having to deal with the rating system that we have here, there's also the issue of like, we know the way stories are told in America and when we expect certain things to happen. And with a foreign film, there's certain beats that might happen in a story like way earlier than you'd expect them to happen they might happen way later there might be a twist that you weren't even thinking of at all and um i gotta say that with this movie there were a few moments that like i just was not expecting and um you know you, you make a joke about saying like it might have been a romantic comedy in the u.s right i think that if this was a united a movie that was made in the united states you have like younger leads and it would just be that there'd be annoying people that this woman would encounter and it'd be very like cheesy kind of final destination deaths getting rid of 
random people that annoyed her. Yeah, that's, that's actually that. a good point. Like, I can totally see this being Final Destination-ish. Um, yes. Or, you know what? It, it, what's funny is the movie that I wrote down is like, this is a, a Christmas horror-themed version of Jumanji, almost. Because... Oh. Because essentially, like, Jumanji is, once you start the game, you have That's to follow it. the rules. And if you don't finish the game or or if you don't complete the move, shit starts happening to you. But it's in a fun, like, adventure movie setting. Here, right. it's the same thing. It's this ancient, you know, box of wood. And if you don't follow the rules, um, uh, you know, shit starts to happen and... Yeah, I, I, I thought I was like, I feel like I'm watching Jumanji, but uh, from <laughs> a, a, a French horror point of view. And, and I just want to point out, like, I, the French, I mean, they've made some of the, like, when it comes to French horror, they make some of the most brutal, uh, like, French is a France is a country, like, known for, like, love and passion and, and all these things. Their horror movies are off the freaking wall. Like, I, uh, I remember it was the early 2000s when they had, I think it's called like the French extremist movement with mm -hmm. high tension, martyrs, uh, frontiers. You want to see, you want to see a Christmas, Christmas horror movie? You got to check out the original Inside about a pregnant woman who gets stalked by this scissor wielding maniac. Yeah. On Christmas. And it's like, the yeah. you do not expect this, these movies to come from France, and yeah. uh, this movie I think fits in kind of nicely with that group. It's not as extreme, no. but it it definitely has those moments where you're like, oh, like, yes. like you can't believe certain things are happening. <laughs> yeah, you know, Danny, I, you know, I haven't seen a lot of movies, uh, horror movies, compared to you, right? But I actually have seen Inside. And that was very difficult for me to watch. I haven't seen Frontiers, and um, I have seen High Tension. I actually really love High Tension. That's actually one of my favorite horror movies. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't say this movie is as severe as Inside or High Tension. But there were a couple of moments that were pretty intense, I got to say. Yeah. Um, so this director, right, you, you were saying that he hasn't really made anything like a feature. Except for this, right? I think on IMDb, he only had two other credits. And the last thing he did was a short film. So yeah. it feels like it's his first major film. Uh, especially, you know, going out, being, you know, being a French film uh, to be released on, on Shudder. Which, you know, in, in America, it, it definitely his first movie to get, like, out there. Um, yeah. And you know Patrick Rid Ridramon Ridramon, yes. yeah, you're gonna have two guys from uh, New York, born in New York, <laughs> one in New York, one in Texas, trying to pronounce French names. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna happen, but yeah, uh, yeah. Patrick Ridramon, uh, he, I thought he did a tremendous job here. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was very, especially for a guy who doesn't have a lot of, you know, especially according to IMDb, doesn't have a lot of. Uh, films to his belt uh, this was very good yeah yeah and, and you know i'm thinking about a movie that it kind of reminds me of too uh they just showed it on the last drive-in like last season i think it was for a christmas special it was it was a foreign film 
Was it a French film? You know the one where it was like the guy was like a crazy Santa? What is that movie? Dial Code Santa Claus? Yeah, is that French? It was like yeah. German. Yeah, French. yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of that in terms of like, you know, you got the holiday horror going on. And it wasn't like over the top crazy gore, but there still was some intense imagery. Yeah. In it, you know? So, yeah, I, I think uh, th this guy did a great job. I I'm going to try to pronounce some of the people's names, too. I actually was a big fan of the main actress. Let me just pull her up. Uh, here, watch this. I'm going to butcher her name, right? Just as a couple of people got butchered in this movie. Uh, Eugene Devrand? I <laughs> That's what my French accent. I, I would have, yeah. I I think you Eugenie Eugenie uh, Derouand. I we, we apologize, yeah. France. Sorry, We're, France. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm. If I tried to pronounce the names accurately, I would actually come across worse because I would end up sounding like I was be like, ha ha, yeah. Let me. <laughs> Yeah, Eugene Devoron. Like I, I like I, I that that's what it sounds like when I try to do like actually pronounce French names and then I realize that sounds worse. So let me just right. butcher them in like you know New York accent English and yes. they'll understand. And at least yeah. they won't be, be like that guy's just mocking French accents, which I swear I'm not. That's just <laughs> how it comes out. Well, thankfully, by the graces of God, her name is just Ava in the movie, so that's easy to uh, pronounce. You got Ava, yes. you got her friend Sophie, who gives her the advent calendar, and then you have uh, William. We'll, we'll get to him in a little bit. But uh, from this point on, I think Danny and I are going to be talking spoilers about this movie. What's interesting about this movie is that it's, it's very complex, even though the premise is very simple. The premise is, you know, this woman is given an advent calendar. Every day she opens it there is some kind of new magical twist to it. And a lot of times it can be deadly, can hurt her life, it can benefit her life. But um, the way that each of this, the days work is actually pretty complicated. And uh, I thought that was real interesting. It reminded me of uh, Lock and Key. Have you watched that show on Netflix? I haven't, but I know I know you're a, you're a big fan of it. You've mentioned it before. It's, it's like this, uh, just the never ending list of shows I need to watch. Yeah, um, you know, it's based on a comic that's written by Joe Hill, you know, Stephen King's son. And Joe Hill's like my favorite writer. Um, I, I strongly, strongly recommend reading the comic of Lock and Key because I feel like it's kind of superior to the Netflix show. However, um, this reminded me of Lock and Key because in that, in that comic in the show, there's keys that give you special powers and you don't know how they work. You just find a key, you open a door, and then there's some kind of special power. With this, it's like every day there's a new kind of trick. And off the top of the bat, I was going to ask you, like, is there any day that you thought was the most interesting or the, the coolest one out of the days? And you don't have to tell me the number of the day, just what the the candy does. Uh, I mean, I, in terms of like varying levels of like horrificness, uh, if we're talking spoiler territory, I, yes. I, I mean, I've come to a point now in a horror movie where I don't want there to be pets involved. I just want these people to live alone because you know. Um, and and when when she turns the knife around and you see the the imprint of like the it looks like like a, a dog laying on its back, and I just went, we've reached that part of it. Okay, and then in my head I'm just going. Just don't show it. And to the movie's credit, they don't show it. 
so if you're if you're uh, if, if you're somebody who's like, oh, they kill an animal, I'm not watching this movie. Nothing is done on screen. Uh, it, it is it is it is it possible to have a tasteful animal death in a movie? But they 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 don't show it on screen, so you don't have to worry. Uh, but yes, there that and it that's just for me. It's like one of those things where it's like you the dog is there. And you're just sitting there going, oh, God, eventually <laughs> it's going to come to the dog. And then, of course, it does. So yes. that that was the worst. Although, you know, I, I don't want to jump to the end, but I was really fascinated by the whole idea of, like, there were some of the things in the advent calendar that came up over and over again. Uh, yes. And the one thing in particular, so let, let's just say this off the bat, the, the main character in this movie, Ava, Eva, She's a paraplegic. She was uh, in a car accident that we find out her best friend caused. Uh, she was a dancer. Uh, she was a pretty accomplished dancer. And now she's confined to a wheelchair. Um, and she's a paraplegic. And so uh, I think it's three or four different um, days in the advent calendar are these... Every day in the advent calendar, there's like a piece of candy that she has to eat according to the rules. And four of them are like these little white figurines that she eats. And every time she eats one, she can start to walk a little bit more. First, at first, it's like a few steps and she's found like outside of her apartment. Nobody knows how she got there because her chair is missing. And then right. eventually at the end... You know, I don't want to jump all the way to the end, but it raises a very, like, I loved the ending. I really did. I thought the ending was like my, uh, I thought this was a movie where I was like, I really like it. And then the ending happened and I was like, okay, now I think I love it because I, I really think they hit the ending perfectly. Um, yes. And what, what, I don't know, we could talk about that in a few minutes, but yeah, I, sure. for me, it was either the, the dog one or the walking ones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I um, I guess I'm a little sadistic. The, there's there's this one woman that eventually ends up working with Eva, and uh, she replaces Eva. Eva loses her job because of the candy from the advent calendar at one point, and this woman just had no sympathy for her. And um, at one point, she opens up the advent calendar, and there's this like doll, looks like a Barbie doll, and Eva kind of understands that it's like a voodoo doll essentially, and she pulls the hair out. Then this woman's taking a bath and then her hair starts coming out in clumps. Then she takes little tweezers, which are also in the advent calendar and pulls off the doll's nails. This woman's toenail comes off. And um, that was, that might've been the most disturbing part in the movie. And so it was interesting because for a lot of the movie, you feel bad for Eva because she's like talked down to by her boss. And, you know, you could tell that like, her life is a shell of what she used to be when she was a dancer, when she was younger, before the accident. And throughout the movie, I mean, she's this beautiful woman and you see men hit on her and stuff, but she just has, she wants nothing to do with them because, you know, she, the lower half of her body doesn't work. I mean, that's kind of a weird way to put that. But <laughs> like, like she just feels like it wouldn't work with another person, right? She can't have intimacy. And, um, you know, you feel bad for her, but as the movie goes on, she starts to become a little evil herself. And um, I, I like that, you know, there's different things that happens, there's repercussions. And it was interesting because 
every single day there's a different candy and you're like wow this might take a while because there's there's like 24 days in the advent season but then she takes this one candy that like essentially makes her like not know what happened for like four days right yeah yeah it was it was interesting um like the way the movie was the movie keeps putting the numbers up on the screen Right, right. Which helps you as the viewer follow along with where she's at, but you don't necessarily see every single day. And and to your point, like there's the first like 30 to 40 minutes of the movie, you are very sympathetic to her. Um, yeah. There's this like real good looking guy at the pool who like is trying to flirt with her. And then she like, you know, says, okay, you want to flirt with me? Go get my wheelchair. Right, and he's right. like, and like, he doesn't know how to react to that. And she just rolls off and, and, and then she's sexually assaulted by this like asshole who's driving yeah. her home. And yeah. so like, was yeah. And when the, the, the night, the advent calendar popped the, every, the advent calendar, the way it looks like this old fashioned wooden box that opens up very beautiful carved and every night at midnight there's like this masked figure that pops up to signify it's time to open your candy yes and you find out later on obviously that there that's like the demon or whatever it is that is like possessing this boy uh, this advent calendar yeah uh but uh, like with this guy who like assaults her in the car she opens up the advent calendar that night and there's a car, like a small little almost matchbox car. So she throws it on the ground and her dog starts biting it and ripping it. And the guy ends up getting crushed inside of his car. And you're like, you know what? I don't give a shit that he died. Good for her. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. she didn't kill him. She just gave the car to her dog. And then it's, you know, the same thing with her boss and um, who like, you know, sh she's kind of discovering what's happening, you know, and then, and then you start to feel nice things for her because that one of the candies is a little heart and she drops it into this guy who she keeps seeing at the park. She drops it into his coffee and then he comes over and they, they start a very flirtatious relationship and you're like, oh, okay this is not going to end well, but for now it's okay. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does not. Uh, end I well thought, uh, yeah. Eugene Derouand, uh, she did a phenomenal job, um, you know, playing this character. And I thought that her friend, Sophie was also very good. Honorine, Matt, oh, Matt Magnier, Matt, Matt, sure. Magnier, Magnier, probably. Uh, I'm not even going to touch her, man. <laughs> yeah she was i thought she was good you know she had that kind of like you know you find out later in the movie that it, she was actually driving the car that caused yeah. the accident that paralyzed eva so she, you think at first she's just a devoted friend but it's to the point where like later on in the movie she's actually like yeah you know i i, I feel so sorry for what i did that like, if you eat this candy and it forces me to die, I'm okay with it. And you're like, damn. But then like, <laughs> and yeah, uh, there, so, you know, I, I thought, I thought the acting in it was really good from, from everybody. I thought it was just a really well-made movie. 
Yeah, yeah. And and there's a whole another aspect too that um you didn't mention yet, which was that her father also um, you know, he has like Alzheimer's, right? And so he just has like forgotten who she is and she's able to give him candy too. So it's it's that kind of that classic story of oh, this person that's down on their luck, this person that is suffering every single day, they're given magic and the magic is able to make their life better. But of course it comes with a price. And um you know, you kind of go back and forth thinking, is it the kind of thing where she's going to maybe be able to get out of it? Because one thing that is a little, um, I wouldn't say misleading, but it, it makes you sort of second guess what's going to happen is that the, the movie starts out with a video recording of her talking about the rules of the advent calendar. And so the whole time you're sitting there remembering that video and you're thinking, okay, well, is she going to live? Is she going to like try to save the next person after her? Is she gonna die? What happens? And um, I think the way that they resolved it ultimately was good. Um, but it's that kind of story where it's like, is she gonna become corrupted by this thing? Is something horrible gonna happen to her? And it, it does mess up her life, the advent calendar, but it also kind of gives justice to these kind of shitty people that mistreat her too, you know? Yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's it's satisfying, but then eventually she does have to kind of sacrifice people that she cares about, right? Because that father, that Alzheimer's father, father with Alzheimer's, she has to shoot him eventually at one point, too. Yeah, that was like, that was another scene that was like, you know, the idea that you can give the candies to other people. And like, I thought the only issue I had with the movie was that I... I it it plays a little loosey goosey with its own rules, and um, I I was a little unclear of like so there's the three rules like you know you have to follow the rules you have to uh, eat eat the candy every day you know like yeah. um uh or else and, and like everything is like or else we'll kill you but then like the <laughs> rules get broken and she never dies it's like other people so like um there's there's one thing in the advent calendar that it's a little blue. I mean, this is like a shameless plug for like, uh, um, oh God, I forgot the name of the, uh, the pills for you know who. Um, but yeah, Viagra. It's like this little <laughs> blue uh, piece of candy with, with a dick on it. And <laughs> Sophie, she gives, she, Sophie gives it to her boyfriend at one yeah. point. Uh, so Eva's friend gives it to her boyfriend. Yes. And you're just like, wait, so she didn't eat that one. What? Yeah, what would happen there, man? Uh, I, yeah, there were a few like that with like, you know, the dad. Uh, and I thought that was but like that was actually like a really touching scene. Like she gives her dad the candy one day and his Alzheimer's right. clears up and he's able to have a lucid conversation with her. And I thought that was really like sweet and like meaningful, you know, like. Uh, again, if this movie was made in America, I feel like it would fit in with like truth or dare, you know, yeah. like where, where like uh, somebody would walk in to a, a room and be like, I have a great idea for a horror movie. Okay. Here it is. Evil advent calendar. <laughs> and they'd be like, that's great. Go write it. And, right, right. and it would be like, you know, Ouija or right. truth or dare where you just, pick random game or random you know thing that is associated with holiday make it evil yeah. 90 minutes you know 
sell a bunch of tickets to 14 year old horror movie fans and you're good. Right. This as a foreign film is able to like actually have like meaningful things, meaningful things to say about handicapped people, right. about uh, Alzheimer's and like the treatment of the elderly and right. sexual assault and yes. all of these topics that wouldn't, I, I cannot imagine that in an American remake of this movie, yeah. those things would be included or those things might be there superficially just to move the plot, but they wouldn't right. be given the time that uh, the director gives here, which is yes. uh, it's just another reason to watch foreign films. Yeah, man. Very, very well put. Yeah. And, and before, when you were asking about, like, she opens up the door and there's this sort of demonic Viagra, the thing is, is that it's like, obviously, there's all these random candies and random items in this advent calendar, but it's clear that, like, each day serves a new purpose for her, right? So, like, I'm sure that if someone else gets that advent calendar, it's going to have a whole bunch of different things in it, and it's going to serve their purposes. Of course. Uh, we see we, we see that after she's done with the Advent season, one of the cool aspects of it was that you go through the whole process and then on the last day you eat the last candy and then it resets to where the Advent calendars thing never happened. And, and you won't even remember that it happened. So all the people that died, you're not going to remember. Uh, it, like, and they're going to be alive, right? And so there was this really cool sequence where she was given uh, a, a painting right inside the calendar and then she goes and she brings it to this artist this german artist and he's blind he's been blind for five years but it turns out that he got the advent calendar so like the calendar itself even though it has the mechanics of a you know advent calendar for christmas time it's really just about you know empowering these unfortunate people right? these people that had some kind of gift and then they lost it yeah and they're like tragedy and then and then you start to put it together in your head that this guy one of the, the 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 candies must have given him his vision back and he but he had to kill his wife and kid and right. then he was able to paint that the painting uh of the advent calendar uh right. and, but then at the end he decided to to go back and be blind but have his wife and 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 then that leads us to the ending which i guess we can talk about now where Please. so uh, the guy who flirted with her um, at the pool at the very beginning of the movie, he um, she invites him over, and they just have like sex, and she's and he's like, "Wow, why'd you just randomly call me over?" And she's like, "Well, in about ten minutes, I'm gonna lose control of my body again. Things are gonna reset, and I'm gonna be a paraplegic. So I just wanted to like feel the intimacy." before I don't have it anymore. And then he, right. after midnight, she she has that 24th piece of candy or, or that she's about to eat. And he realizes the box opened, like the, the final box is opened, which means the rules are now off. Like you, you don't have to eat the candy. You got to that point. It's like right. the game ends or the, the advent calendar ends with the opening of door 24 she has it so if she wants she can now just live this life you know the paraplegic the wheelchair everything goes away 
yes, she has to now live with the guilt that she murdered a bunch of people, including her father. Uh, right. Her best friend is dead. Um, right. She's probably going to get arrested because all the dead people tie back to her at some point. Yeah. And she's like on the roof and she's ha holding the, the piece of candy. She's, yeah. and, and it's like, what do you do? What do you do? What is she going to do? And then the movie kind of leaves it ambiguous where she just kind of screams and it goes black. And then like, right when you think, Oh, that's, that's awesome. You find somebody, this dad carrying a little baby runs into her apartment and is banging on the door being like, I found your cell phone video. I'm the next person with the advent calendar. I need you to help me. So she's now become the person. So I, it still kind of leaves it ambiguous because part of me thinks, well, she must have taken the, the candy because it reset everything. And now the advent calendar goes to somebody else because that, that guy took the advent calendar and threw it off of the roof, seemingly destroying it. But then there's also part of me that's like, well, there was a, a masked demon with demon hands who lives in that calendar. So if he doesn't want the advent calendar to break, he's not, he's just going to ensure, you know, like at the right. end of Jumanji, they throw the board in the river and then the movie Jumanji ends with the, the original now, not the remakes with the rock uh, right. ends with like, you know, kids playing on the beach and they hear boom, 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 boom. And there it is. So, right. it's like, you know, these kind of like horror movie gadgets, they, they, they go on, you know, they always go on. So yeah, I, I totally think that that demon in the advent calendar would have like saved it because there were moments in the movie where like at one point, uh, her, like the woman that's watching over the dad, was it like her mother-in-law or was it just like a woman watching her stepmom? I think stepmom, right? That's what, yeah, that's what I meant. Stepmom. Um, like she threw it in the fire and then the demon shows up and kills her. Um, I think that like the, the guy, William at one point who was like her, romantic interest he throws in the water and then the demon drowns him and then it comes out again right i love that scene where the demon comes out of the water that reminded me of um stellan skarsgård's guy in dune where he has like yeah where he has like that, yeah and he has like yeah. that like bottom part that just looks like he's connected yeah. to like the the legs of an octopus or something yeah yeah it is hold on one sec because my daughter is playing a frozen thing over here and we're going to get copyright restricted just hold one sec clementine clementine sorry about that that's our video I, get blocked by youtube <laughs> all right yeah yeah i didn't even hear it but all right no problem i yeah, yeah. so so okay here, here's a little clarity this is how much of a nerd i am uh, the octopus thing with the Baron, he's got these things on his spine because he's so fat. These repulsor things help lift him up. What with his the stuff that's just hanging from that's just his clothes because he's just oh, a big okay. fat guy wearing a moo moo. But yeah, I'm you are you are out. you are a Dune guy, so I figured you would correct me. But he, he <laughs> did have that look. The demon in um, Advent Calendar had that had that look. Yeah, and it was very well done. Like. Um, it's just creepy, and, and I think, I don't know if we've mentioned this, but, like, the advent calendar itself is German, right? And so every time the thing pops out of the calendar, it says in this German voice, like, you know, new day or whatever, but it's like, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's got that German language, and it's just, it's creepy to begin with. Um, 
But there was one shot in the movie with the demon in the advent calendar that reminded me of Michael Myers, which is like, you know, we talked about in the original Halloween, there's that one shot where his mask just appears. like In, in the, the car? car. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes, in the car with her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good scene. I, I thought, yeah, I you could tell that this guy knew what he was doing. Um, and, uh, you know, this is actually like the last, I think three horror movies now that I've seen have all been French and have all been foreign horror films. And, uh, two of the three have been French and I'm like, they're all going to be on my, uh, top horror movie list when we do that early next year. Um, yeah. was that uh vigil? Was that one of them? Which one? Vigil. Oh, the vigil is, uh, the vigil. Actually, I forgot about the vigil. The vigil is going to be on the list too. That that's American. That was made actually. in I think Borough park it, or it, it's set in Borough park in Brooklyn. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So then what uh, was well, the other also on shutter? Uh, since we're talking about a shutter movie, I mean, yeah. uh, the medium from Thailand that's is okay. probably the scariest movie I saw this year. Uh, okay. just a, a fantastic uh possession style movie that's it's not found footage but it's film documentary style so i i don't know how they differentiate like doc documentary style from found footage but it's that type of movie but possession who yeah great movie and then the other one is uh titan which uh, I rent, I rented on Voodoo, and I'm still recovering from that one. That's just one of the most mind blowing movies I've seen in a long time. Wait, 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 wait! You said Teton. Is that the way you're supposed to pronounce that movie? Titan. You're supposed to say Teton. I. It's French. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> T i t a n e. Do they say the word in the movie? I mean. I, I don't remember if they specifically say like they don't just announce it, but yeah, it's, I, it's I the French word happened. for I think titanium, right? Or like yeah, that's what I think. I read the synopsis of that movie, and that just sounds fucking bonkers. Did you ever see the David? Cro Is it Cronenberg? Crash. Crash? Crash. I did not see Crash, but I know what you're talking about there. Too. Okay, because it's it's basically if Crash was like a Hellraiser style body horror film. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there you go. Um, it is off the wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Just well, fantastic. Uh, there's watch, watch okay. barn horror. Can't say it enough okay. times. All right. Well, that's, that's one thing I have to do. Uh, cause we do have our best of 2021 video coming up. So there's a lot of horror after watch, but this movie might get on my list. I really, really enjoyed this movie. I definitely um, enjoyed I it. Yeah. I have to see the competition. I don't know if there's anything that's going to knock it out of the top 10. Um, but I just thought it was well-made. It, it wasn't like very scary, I wouldn't say, but it told a good story. And it's an age-old story of, like I said, like a person that has no power, they're given magical power and like doesn't corrupt them. And I, I love that type of story. So, Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it's definitely going to be in in my top 10 this year i it it's just one of these movies that you know i i always i'm just very thankful to shutter because i it it's a french belgian production with french subtitles 
never would have heard of this movie. Uh, and it just shows up on Shutter on December 3rd, a couple days ago. And I'm like, oh, okay. We're talking about doing holiday-themed horror movies. Here we go. Here's a good way to get us started. And yeah. that's why Shutter is great. And they're not paying us to say that. We just genuinely love them as a service. Um, I, speaking of that, I, I know um, Joe Bob has is coming back. Is it next Friday? Oh, I, I didn't even know. Okay. What? Yeah. It's either the, well, next Friday is the 10th. So it's I think it might be the 17th. Friday is 17th. Um, okay. If I'm wrong about that, it's the 10th. It, because they wouldn't be doing it on Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah. But it's Joe Bob's, uh, I think it's like Joe Bob Ruins Christmas. It's like a, nice. another like mini marathon or just like a, a last drive-in episode where they're going to do uh, some, maybe they'll put this on there. Who knows? I mean, this is holiday theme. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. See what happens. Yeah. I, I really love that. That movie that I mentioned before that you, uh, I, I totally forgot the title of though. What did they oh, Dial Code I Santa Claus or it, yeah, it's I called... It has like eight names. It's like Deadly Games or Dial Code Dial Code Santa Claus. Right. And and it came out like right before Home Alone, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so, actually yeah. the first foreign film that Charlotte watched because Charlotte watched that episode of Last Drive-In with me. And oh. there wasn't much speaking in the movie, but that kid had like the, the room that never ended. And there was like... Yeah. It looked like he lived in our, uh, what was it? Uh, RFAO Schwartz. What was the name of yes. the toy store? FAO Schwartz. Yes. FAO Schwartz. Yeah. It looked like he lived there and it was just like, this, this is insane. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like big. It was kind of like where you had the toys. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So I, I dug this movie and I'm glad that you and I got to watch it. Thank you to Shudder. I think the next few movies are not necessarily, I don't think any of them are on Shudder, right? As far as, the oh, the, the unholy trin trinity? Yeah. I don't think so. But, I mean, I I definitely, I have uh, I have the Exorcist behind me on uh, Blu-ray. I have the Omen somewhere up there in the DVDs. Um, I'm going to try to get Charlotte to watch the Omen. But I think she's heard me. She actually just came out of the kitchen that way no that way here she comes uh she she heard me say the words the omen and she came out and now she's shaking her head at me going absolutely not. she's heard me talk about it so much that in her head it's already too scary for her which is oh, baloney because she's already seen the exorcist so yeah charlotte what do you think of the exorcist oh yeah so i can hear what what did you think of the exorcist oh uh no just no just no <laughs> no to the exorcist too okay well, no, you thought it was good, but I thought it was good, but just too good. Too scary, right? Too, too scary. Yeah, she was definitely that was definitely one of the movies where it ended, and then she had like uh, her cool down period after really scary horror movies is like, <laughs> and then she just starts crying. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that was. I didn't cry during the movie. No, no, she she didn't cry during the movie. It was like after she was just like. It's over. I can breathe. And now I, yeah. So I, I definitely want to eventually watch the Omen. I, maybe she'll peek in at the beginning and I'll tell her she's allowed to leave whenever she's too scared. There you go. And one of her Hanukkah gifts could be childhood trauma. Enjoy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right under the tree over there. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, just to tell Charlotte, or you know, don't have to bring it back or anything like that. But The Exorcist, I think, is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. I've seen it multiple I mean, times. If I remember my dad. Age, I, I remember my dad telling me stories about like him seeing it in the theater and people like running from the theater, screaming and throwing up into garbage cans and. Like I live for an experience like that. The the best I ever saw movie theater experience was did you see the that crazy movie Mother? Darren no, Aronofsky's movie? No, no. I don't want to so, see that. I, I know what I didn't love it. I didn't love it, but yeah. the movie theater experience of that. At yeah. one point, my friend and I thought it, that there was a leak in the theater. It turned out a guy got so mad that he threw his full soda from the back of the theater and it hit the screen because yeah. he was so angry and like his girlfriend was like let's go and they like stormed out of the movie and like yeah. people were just like getting up and, and and my buddy and I were like this is better than the movie <laughs> like right 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 that's just like titan or however you called it before titan or whatever the hell you said like where I, I know the synopsis, I, I read it and I was like, holy shit, I don't want to fucking see that. I think that actually kind of sounds worse than what you were saying about Titan or Teton or whatever. Um, yeah, that, that movie. I know I know which scene you're talking about too that probably made the guy throw his soda. Yeah, so, oh. you, of course you do. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it sounds like we're super excited about talking about like these fucking, you know, deprived, horrible satan movies and so what a perfect time at christmas time to talk about these yeah. things that make you feel filthy inside but um that's i think a wrap on advent calendar unless you had anything else you wanted to say uh just go watch it it it's really good uh hopefully you if, if you did want to watch it you turn this off uh and then you'll tune back in after you watch it and leave a comment uh let us know what you thought uh, I definitely thought it was one of the better horror films I've seen this year. I'm trying to keep like a running list of the ones I haven't seen so that I can like really flood uh, myself with like 2021 horror for this last yeah. uh, 25 or 26 days of the year. Oh, it's the final countdown. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I There's so much I have to watch and we're going to be just pumping out reviews. I'm sure Danny will put up reviews of things that he watches along the way. And, you know, we only have, like you said, a couple more, yeah, like you said, 25 more days or, yeah, 25, 26 more days. Um, so if you guys have not subscribed to The Last Cast, please do. If you are listening at home on your podcast, wait, that's not right. <laughs> if you're just listening to us on a podcast, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Tell your friends. Uh, we just turned on a, uh, just put up a uh, Instagram account. For the Lasser Cast, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's just the Lasser Cast, and uh, Danny and he, I are here every week. Danny's constantly putting out content, and like once a week, we have a video just like this too. So thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week for Rosemary's Baby. Yeah.